Good morning, everybody. Welcome to It's a Religion, the podcast that seeks to encourage, edify, build up, and not tear down, and uh, teach you about, hopefully, the truth of the Creator God, the God of the Christian Bible, and His Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, who came to earth at one point a couple thousand years ago and died for you and me, rose again, and He is seated at the right hand of the Father. Uh, interceding for us right now as we speak. So I pray that anything that uh, that I might say here that is not true, that uh, is not right, would be stricken from the record and you would not remember it. But that uh, things that I do speak um, of God that that are true, that you would remember, that would they would penetrate your mind and heart and being and uh, be truths that you can live by, truths that you can be encouraged daily, that you have worth, you have value, because you were created. You were not an accident of the universe or Mother Nature. So welcome. We come to you live from the Middle West of the divided states of America and to the Republic for which they stand, two nations under God, with liberty and justice for some, and uh, specifically the northwest corner of Illinois, and it's, it's an interesting state uh, to be from and to live in. Uh, we had moved out of the area for a while. I've lived in uh, Michigan, uh, Indiana, Kentucky, uh, and, well, southern Indiana, I should say. And it's, it's been an interesting life. Um, you know, the United States of America isn't the country it once was. I think it still is in many ways uh, one of the best places to live in the world. And, uh, you know, people can certainly argue that in different points. Um, Typically, those who live in big cities would be the ones that would argue that um, and who have been circumvented by this uh, spiritual darkness. You know, I was in Ephesians today in the the Word of God. specifically chapter 6, and and Paul talks about the struggle that we have is not against flesh and blood, it's against spiritual evil, spiritual wickedness, spiritual things that we cannot even see, and yet have a a major effect on how our society operates. And if you look at God, you know, if, if you make the assumption as I do that God is about objective truth, that he is the one that created everything. He is the one that defines how the laws of the universe act. He is the one that uh, is able to, uh, you know, when Jesus was here as an example, recreate somebody's flesh in an instant, um, you know, to heal sickness, to, uh, you know, all these things. And, in that light, you know, if if that if he is the one that provides us with objective truth, um, then you have a standard to live by. You have a uh, something to hang your hat on. You have a uh, a way in which you can live that makes sense. There's purpose in it. There's um, a sense of belonging, even um, that you just don't have if you think it's all random chance and. Uh, you know, get everything you can while you can because you don't know when you're 
end is going to be done, right? Or you don't know when the end is. So, you know, with that mindset, you know, not to mention that, that I'm sorry, folks, but the theory of evolution is one of the worst things that, that the spiritual realm of darkness has ever proffered onto mankind. And it's from the pit of hell. There's no doubt in my mind about that. But you look at some of the things that it's resulted in today in our society that, um, you know, I had uh, a training I had to go through yesterday on uh, harassment in the workplace. And it was it was interesting. But there was a 1964 law that they point to. And somehow, when, uh, in 1964, they would have never, in their wildest dreams, imagined that uh, this country would sanctify marriage between two people of the same sex or same gender, because there are only two genders, just like there's only one race. There's the human race. That's it. You don't get more than that. We're all humans, okay? I don't care where you're from. I don't care what your skin color is. You're a human being. That's your race, period. Um, and in essence, you are either a man or a woman. Your biological body parts. Now, there may be some uh, biological situations that are mixed up a little bit because of the development uh, wasn't correct in the genome code when that person was developing in the womb. But that is an anomaly. That is not the norm. Just like the idea that two men can get married uh, is not the norm. It's, it's different. It's, it's not a normal and equal situation, especially in the objective truth of God's law and the way he made things to be. And to accept that as normal and to accept that as something we should uh, coddle instead of trying to encourage them to think differently and to look at God's truth and, uh, and come away with realizing that they're in sin, just like a guy who has 15 wives is in sin. <clears throat> you know. And in reality, uh, you know, if, if I truly believe that, I would be relinquishing uh, or um, not fulfilling my duties to try and express that to somebody. I, I equate that to like, look, if I think somebody is standing at the edge of the street and I see a bus coming down the edge of the street and within the next few seconds it's going to hit them and I don't try and pull them back and out of the way of that bus, what kind of person am I? And I look at, at sin the same way. If, if somebody is blatantly sinning and thumbing their nose at God, do I not have cause to try and at least in a loving way convince them that, that what they're doing is wrong and they should rethink their strategy? You know, somehow in our society today, that has become an evil thing to do. And I, I marvel at that. But anyway, this this thing yesterday was going through how the intention of the, the Congress in 1964 included discrimination against sex, uh, sexual orientation, and gender 
something. I can't even use, remember the word they used. It was some gobbledygook some psychiatrist probably came up with. But I I was just sitting there going, huh? And then the one point of discrimination they didn't go against is somebody, uh, somebody's religious inclinations. So if you are a Christian and you believe certain things, it's okay. At least that, that was the takeaway I had from it, is it's okay to discriminate against your beliefs. You know, and, and it was a, for instance, they were giving this these two people a hard time because this guy was having a, uh, a baby shower for two men who had adopted a baby. Again, nothing natural about that. Um, you know, people can uh, pretend all they want that, the, that that's a natural thing, that a child can have two dads. Um, you know, a child could have two dads, I suppose, if he was adopted um, in that sense. But, uh, you know, you were designed to have a mom and a dad, period. I'm not going to play around with that statement. Not two moms, not two dads. It is not normal. So if that makes me a bigot, I... I apologize, but that's what my God says. That's what he says in his word. Um, you know, I would suggest checking with objective truth and that and that idea. Anyway, I'm, I'm getting off track here uh, a little bit, but it, I was just really struggling through that yesterday because they did not use one example of, of religious faith uh, being discriminated against. It was always about... Uh, something else and there was even a, a guy that was being coming on a little bit too strong to miss gal and uh they were using that as an example of, of something bad which again it, that could be from a, a gal's perspective especially but uh anyway it was it was interesting to see where the world's mindset is at because it was definitely a worldly uh way in which to do that so with that, let's get into the to God's word today. We are going through the book of Genesis, and we are right at the point where, let's just read it. Then the Lord God said to Noah, and this is starting in Genesis 7, Go into the ark, you and all your household, for you have seen that you are a righteous men before me in this generation. Take with you seven pairs of all clean animals, the male and his mate, and a pair of the animals that are not clean, the male and his mate, and seven pairs of the birds and heavens of the heavens also, male and female, to keep their offspring alive on the face of the earth. For in seven days I will send rain on the earth, forty days and forty nights, and every living thing that I have made I will blot out from the face of the ground. And Noah did all that the Lord had commanded him. Noah was six hundred years old when the flood of the waters came upon the earth, and Noah and his sons and his wife and his sons' wives with him went into the ark and escaped the waters of the flood of clean animals and of animals that are not clean and of birds and everything that creeps on the ground two and two male and female went into the did you get that two and two male and female two genders male and female went into the ark with god as noah had commanded as god has commanded noah and after seven days the waters of the flood came upon the earth and in the 600th year of noah's life in the second month on the seventeenth day of the month, on that day, all the fountains of the great deep burst forth, and the windows of the heavens were opened, 
And rain fell upon the earth forty days and forty nights. On the very same day, Noah and his sons, Shem and Ham and Japheth, and Noah's wife and the three wives of his sons with them entered the ark. They and every beast according to its kind, and all the livestock according to their kinds, and every creeping thing that creeps on the earth according to its kind, and every bird according to its kind, and every winged creature. They went into the ark with Noah, two and two of all flesh, for which there was the breath of life. And those that entered male and female, once again, male and female of all flesh, went in as God had commanded him, and the Lord shut him in. The flood continued forty days on the earth. The water increased and bore up the ark, and it rose high above the earth. The waters prevailed and increased greatly on the earth, and the ark floated on the face of the waters. And the waters prevailed so mightily on the earth that all the mount, high mountains under the whole heaven were covered, and the waters prevailed above the mountains and covered them fifteen cubits deep. And all flesh died that moved on the earth, birds, livestock, beasts, all swarming creatures that swam on the earth, and all mankind, everything on the dry land, in whose nostrils was the breath of life, died. He blotted out every living thing that was on the face of the ground, man and animals and creeping things and birds of the heavens, and they were blotted out from the earth. Only Noah was left and those who were with him in the ark. And the waters prevailed on the earth 150 days. What a amazing time that must have been to be the only people alive on this entire planet. Lord God Almighty, I thank you for another day. I thank you that you've given us um, your history, Lord, the history of the world, the history of creation, and that we can put faith and trust in that, Lord, because we see the truth of your creation at work all around us. We see the fact that there are only males and females of a species, and there may be anomalies to that that happen from time to time, but those are not the norm. Those are the anomaly. They are the, the, uh, the thing that's off. And we need to be aware of that um, and try to understand that the best we can. You know, when people are in situations like that, how we can help them see the truth of your word, how, how we can see the truth of their value still, even if they don't fit perfectly into your plan and the way it's laid out here. Because of sin, I believe, because of uh, the degradation of, of the human genome, even from a biological standpoint, but that you are in control, Lord, and this whole life is about being with you someday and being with you forever. And that that is the focus that we need to have and not the day-to-day -day workings of this earth, even though we get caught up in those uh, quite often. But uh, I pray that would be the case this day, Lord, that we would uh, um, truly understand what it means to be your children and, uh, and to walk that way. Thank you. Praise you in Jesus' name. Hey, thanks for stopping by, folks. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you, Lord, for the small things Like me and her on a porch swing For summer nights and fireflies And the sound of my old six-string Blessings on blessings on blessings on blessings If I still got breath in these lungs and that's all I need to get down on my knees and be thankful for all that he's done for me.